I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week, I am joined by Good Morning Britain's lovely weather girl, Laura Tobin. Um, Laura... Can I ask you, like, the most, like, the most annoying question I ever get asked Okay. Is, people always come up and they're like, How, where's Gary, where's Charlotte? And, and like, of course, like, I love Gary and Charlotte, I they're great. Them. But yeah, it's like, I haven't seen them in 10 years. Like, you probably, you probably know better where Gary and Charlotte are than I do. It's, it's mental. So if anyone is listening, please don't approach me with that. Like, it, it's, it's just weak. But that that's you need a t-shirt just yeah like i don't i don't know where they are i don't know where Gary Charlotte are. i'm really sorry they, they always want to know about sort of things but very old for me path but that's the annoying thing for me what's the most annoying question you get asked i'm assuming it has to be like okay. what's the weather going to be like later on but do you love that or do you ever think fuck no let's have a day off i'm trying to have a couple no, i love anyone asking any questions about weather like it would never be boring <laughs> ever like honestly always interesting um it's not annoying but like people will obviously ask about peers all the time there goes my fucking second half questions (laughs) (laughs) is he really nice or is he not nice and um and you don't think he's being I think he was it I don't know it's at least a year if not two that he's left but people like to ask about him all the time but um he and I say do I miss him yes and no (laughs) Right. When he's working, he yeah. won't stop talking, she says constantly, so you can't speak. <laughs> like, yeah, Great. I know that feeling. <laughs> no, this is perfect pod energy. Keep going, girl. <laughs> uh, and then the more he talks, the more my weather time would be like, and then my ear would be like, 1.30, 1.15, one minute. Okay, you were 45, 30, I'd be like, Oh, and he'd go I'm sorry like he'd go I'm sorry but you're not sorry you're sorry you stopped talking but if you were sorry you'd fucking shut up Pierre but (laughs) he has the weather everybody like it's gonna be sunny in the morning pissed down the afternoon it's Britain thank you (laughs) just like that guy from uh, Family Guy it's gonna rain I do feel like I've got a bit of a soft spot for Piers. Like I remember when I did I'm a celeb um, and he was he, like actively championed us. And like for someone like me who'd come from, I say relative obscurity and I know I wasn't second shelves in Asda or working in a school or anything. I was on Geordie Shore, but like if you weren't between the ages of sort of like, like what, 16 and 24, you probably yeah. didn't know who I was. And even if you did, the chances are, 
you had a, 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 a misconception of as a, a preconceived idea. Yeah. yeah. So for someone as huge as Piers Morgan to like get behind me, like that's always kind of stuck in my in my mind. And I remember my first interview, he was lovely to us and stuff. So no, I've always had, a, and I know you, you can't just completely you can't judge a person completely on one interaction, but he was always nice to me. And I kind of just felt like subsequently, like I've always championed him in return. Yeah. I bet he was, I bet it, and here I am falling into the trap of things you hate doing, but here we go. I bet he was, I bet it was fun to work with him though. Yeah, he was, yeah. he was a good egg. And do you know what? He likes you because he likes people who are real and genuine and honest and credible. And he can pick people out a mile away who aren't. And that's why he goes for them. Mm. And he always, like me, he always respected the fact that I love the weather and climate change. We had like a guy on from Australia, you know, a few years ago when they had those massive wildfires. And mm. then this Australian guy was like, MP was like, oh yeah, it's nothing to do with climate change. It's nothing to do with this. It's all, man, it's, it's all down to... And it, and then it I'm not like, an expert. On, let me bring more in. Yeah, and then I'm not an expert law, and it definitely <laughs> looked like it was something to do with yeah, climate change. It definitely was to do with climate change. And so, like, I just, like, had a couple of facts, just, like, killed him with a tiny bit of science. And, um, and then he was, like, and then he wrote, like, oh, no, this ignorant, I won't do the voice because that would be embarrassing. Uh, he was, like, oh, no, this ignorant pommy weather girl tried to call me out on this, this, and this. And then instantly there was this, like, what uh, no. and then I was like on Australian TV and I had loads of people from Australia saying we've never seen anyone speak to an MP like that before you called him out on this you knew what you're talking about and so yeah and you know and then Piers obviously loved it because then we all got colour around the world but yeah he is a good egg he is he is and then oh. like my, you know, my little girl Charlotte was born like really prematurely and we were in hospital for like ages he used to text all the time see how she was doing he used to phone like when, just when we were home and FaceTime and just check in on us so yeah Oh my god! I shouldn't say he's this nice. No, I'm just you're ruining his reputation, Law. <laughs> no, but I, I do. I love him, and it's so nice to hear you speak like so highly of him and that. And I can, I can imagine it's been a diff, difficult shoes to fill. But you're all doing great. Like, is it such a nice atmosphere? Oh my is god, it we just love it. We just honestly love it so much. Like, like Charlotte, Charlotte bought my book, and she said to me, "Can you sign it?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she left a note saying, "Sign it to." her friend's twins and I just wrote it was to Emma and Olivia but I just wrote to Emma and didn't write to Olivia and this morning she was like can you not read what is wrong with you there were two <laughs> names there she was like telling everyone how used to I am so you know we just always laugh at each other and like me and Sean get on like a silly brother and sister and we never say a nice thing about each other and then the other day someone said something and then he said something nice I was like you said something nice. I love you. you. And like even Ed Balls was on today and he's like, he was so sweet. I was in this like massive tulip field yesterday wearing a yellow coat and it's the same colour as Norwich City and he was really excited about that. And yeah, everyone's funny. Richard Magley also makes me laugh. I love Richard Madeley as well. I, a lot. I was on his and um, Judy's podcast not that long ago. Oh tomorrow. yeah. Because they've got one with um, W.H. Smith and I was promoting my book. And I got mad. You know when you were saying like about getting starstruck? And I was like, yeah. I'm fucking talking to Richard and Judy, mate. Like I grew up with them on like daytime telly, you know? So Actual I just legends. Get... Yeah. Actual legends. And like he's still a lovely bit of kiss, isn't he? He comes in and his hair is like oh. every day. We're like, how has he got such good hair? He's so, so like He'll sit there and he'll go to Susanna he'll go, do you know what I was thinking? Like, we'll be chatting, interviewing someone. Do you know what I was thinking? And you can see her face going, no, I don't know. Enlightened us, Richie. Tana <laughs> doesn't give like, a fuck. She's very polite. And I'm thinking, and at the side, I'm thinking, I have, I have no idea that everyone, this is going to be worth listening to. 
oh, it sounds as though they've got you, you've got Susanna, Dr. Hillary, everyone. Is Good Morning Britain a place with like really very strong, badass females? Yeah, do you know what it yeah. is, isn't it? We've got Rannas as well, and then old Lorraine, old Lorraine, not old Lorraine, Lorraine, downstairs. Um, <laughs> oh, I love yeah. that. <laughs> lots of, yeah, lots of, you know, strong alpha females doing it. Has the power ever gone to your head, Law, and you've been sitting there thinking, there's this fucking big family picnic I've got to go at this afternoon. It's with me fella's family. <laughs> I don't want to go. Like, I'd much rather just, like, kick me shoes off, binge a box set. I'm going to tell everybody on national television <laughs> that's going to piss down all afternoon and you should stay inside. Oh have, have you what? ever thought, have you ever got drunk on the power and just lied to get Why out? have I never done this? This is like the best thing ever. No, I've never done that. Never. People like people do say to me, like, oh, we've got such and such this weekend. I really need nice weather. And I'll go, oh, okay. You get one request a year. So do you want to cash it in now? And they'll go, no, I'm going to wait. Um, I always think, I actually can't do that. Like, it's not a thing. Like, it sounds like it's a thing. I, I wish can't you do could. That. <laughs> I got married on Friday the 13th. I'm lucky. It literally pissed down all day. I couldn't even stop rain for my wedding. So no. And I'm going to try and make it rain on people now. Yeah. <laughs> you are definitely going to get drunk on this power, aren't you? <laughs> I've, never, I've never done this. <laughs> so apart from, obviously, your weather endeavours, mate, you're also like a very passionate eco-warrior, aren't you? Yeah, it's a big, it's a big deal. It's like, you know, you say about the wildfires and more floods. There's just more everything. Like I started in TV like 14 years ago and you'd report on some wildfires and some heat waves and some floods mm. but now it's like there's so many of them it's almost boring for newsrooms and it's like no guys this is the thing there's more of them this shows that there's an issue and actually GMB are brilliant and they like sent me to Svalbard last year mm. to like look at what's going on in the Arctic and the polar bears and the people and the reindeer and it just like blew my mind and it just made me think Shit, we have to do more than we're doing and literally everyone I think we get it now we know it's happening we know it's us it's all the actions that we take but now people are like what can I do and will it make a difference and that's I think that's no matter where we are people wanting to like actually do stuff and make changes feels like I mean when I've looked at your questions this morning that we lovely producer sent to us uh, the question that jumped out at me was like how is the arctic and I was like that is a question we've never asked on the secret two before <laughs> so I will be getting to that in a bit I'm very excited to find out um, it feels like we're at a very pivotal moment, like like exactly like you say, the writing's completely on the wall. Mm-hmm. I know my ma, for example, she's walking around and she's like, oh, the weather's been fucking lovely recently. And I'm like, ma'am, that's an issue. It's February. <laughs> it's Newcastle. The weather shouldn't be lovely. You shouldn't be putting your strappy tops on and yeah. like buzzing about it. We should be asking ourselves why. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... I don't know how true it was, and you'll be able to like debunk this for me if it's not. But you know, like when we saw signs of wildlife returning and, mm-hmm. and, and like improvements when there wasn't as many carbon emissions, when there wasn't as as much like like human human generated pollution yeah. like, through lockdown and, and the last two years, the pandemic. Like the writing's on the wall, isn't it? It's definitely us and we need to fix up. Totally. And you know what? You're so right that the pandemic was. Obviously, it was awful. It was horrific. Everything locked down. 
people couldn't go out, they couldn't do things. But the one positive of lockdown was people spending more time outside and more time together as families. Like we go for walks anyway. Everywhere we went for a walk became insanely packed. Because chalk, chalk said, you can't go outside. <laughs> Everyone wants to go outside. And we connected with nature more. The It's proven that the more you're out with nature, the more you connect with trees, the more you're breathing fresh air. It's so much better for you and your health and your well-being. Being in your garden is much better for your health and well-being. And there were all these pictures from India where they could see the Himalayas because the pollution had cleared and they haven't been able to do that for like 30 years. People in China, which obviously is like massively polluted, could hear birds because there wasn't so many cars and they could breathe fresh air, like the freshest air they've breathed in like 20 years. And actually it made a difference. Like by the end of the year of the pandemic, the emissions were 7% down on what they would have been. And if we did that every year for 10 years, we would be exactly where we want to be to tackle climate change. We can't do that. We can't have a pandemic every year for 10 years. But actually those changes made a measurable difference. It does feel like, as me, just like one little person, like I know this sentiment must be echoed by people around the world, but it's kind of a, well, what can I do to make a difference? Like I'm just one small person. I can't, I can't change what's going to happen. But you, like you've wrote a book, haven't you? And there is small things we can all be doing that will have like over a long-term, like long-term effects on climate change, right? And I think that's the thing. I don't think we realise that each of us make a massive difference. There's like a cartoon I saw a while ago of someone throwing a plastic bottle over their shoulder and it ends up in the sea. Mm -hmm. And they say to their friend, oh, it's just one plastic bottle. And then there's a speech bubble from God that says, says 8 billion people. And in the UK, there's like however 64 million people. Everyone making one change is millions of changes. And actually like loads of things you can do will save you loads of money. Like right now, food is expensive and it's going to get more expensive because of everything that's going on and we waste like six meals a week throwing food away that we just shouldn't even be having and we don't put stuff in the freezer like of all of the world's emissions flying is like two and a half food waste is 10 percent of all the world's emissions so food waste is four times flying don't they about the flying and that and actually if anything it's something as simple as like over shopping yeah, over shopping and then like not throwing those food scraps in the bin because if you put food in the bin, it makes methane, which is 80 times more warming than carbon dioxide. So have like a compost and then my council collect it and then they make like compost and manure, like so many simple things. Oh, and like, easy to do. Yeah. And it's like, that's for me is the biggest one. I didn't keep all my food waste and we didn't really plan our meals and we do. And my husband is quite tight and um, he <laughs> likes saving money. So he was up for that eco change. <laughs> Honestly, mate, you could have been, you literally could have been talking about my fella there. Like, her can has got so many good qualities, like, so handsome, so kind, so patient, because God knows I'm a nutcase. Um, but, like, when it, me and the wedding planner have got this drinking game, um, and it's basically every time her can goes, how much? We take a shot, because he's, he's cracking. amazing. Oh, my God, I need to do that. I need to do something like that. Honestly, that's what he's like all the time. So, like, loads yeah. of things, you know, turning stuff off at the wall. We already did that closing your curtains in the evening if you close your curtains in the evening it saves like 15% of your bill like in the year just because the heat escapes yeah so like at dusk close them save money if you lower your thermostat by a degree it's 10% off your energy bill you know like petrol is expensive walk more it like so many things of no-brainers like we got these veggie boxes and we eat more vegetables and we don't have as much meat 
Do you get Oddbox? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Oddbox. My Charlotte into- loves it. There's like, the oh. other day I was like, I don't even know what this is. Like, Google Celeriac. Okay, don't know what it is. Literally, I've never eaten Celeriac. It's stupid, isn't it? And then like, we followed the recipe and fried it with some pasta. I say we, my husband. And um, <laughs> Nice one. Terrible at picking. Can't be good at everything, lol. <laughs> and it didn't matter that there was like, you know, we've, that's what we've realised. It doesn't matter if you have meals without meat. And meat is cheaper. And, I mean, veggies are cheaper than meat. Yeah. And it saves the NHS millions of pounds every year because it's cardiovascular and your health. Like so many things are no brainers once you realize it. And that's the thing, you know, like I've never said, don't fly, just fly less. You know, mm-hmm. how amazing and diverse a country do we have because people have flown in from other parts of the world and we all mix and integrate. Like you can't, you know, in a, in a real, in a world where I don't want to like the biggest hypocrite ever, I still eat meat, I still eat chicken and fish, but I don't eat any red meat and we don't eat it very often. And I haven't been on a plane for a long time. We haven't had a family holiday abroad in like six years. Is that a is is that a calculated choice because of how you feel about the environment? Well, it was actually just because my daughter was like really premature, so she couldn't fly. Yeah. Um, and then the, the next two years we couldn't. But yeah, I would rather have a holiday in the UK and then not have a holiday abroad, or I'd rather maybe have a holiday abroad every other year mm. and then stay in the UK for the rest of the time. Like we only have one car, and made a conscious decision not to have a second car, and it made life difficult at times. But you just have to plan a little bit more, you know, yeah. see if you can car share, someone can pick you up. We just do stuff locally, or my husband will cycle. So. Yeah, again, like think about a second car and second lot of petrol, the MOT, the insurance, the services. Like, it, yeah. honestly, it just makes so much sense. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Honestly, I feel like I'm doing my part for the environment and I didn't even know. I can't drive. Never Yay! been here. <laughs> Let's Look, go on the road. Move over, Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio, Greta Thunberg, you pricks. I don't drive. Eco-warrior. Um, oh, no, so right. Anybody listening who feel is like based off the back of everything you said is feeling super like emboldened, very like passionate about wanting to do their bit now, but doesn't exactly know where to start. Obviously, would recommend them buy your book. Yes, because definitely. Number one, look, best thing you can do. Which was all, it's all very sustainable. The trees are replanted. It's got a green journey in the back, in case anybody is wondering about that. 
love that. But then could you give away, as well as buying the book, make sure you do, could you give away like three, your three top things you suggest people do to just like the, the baby steps to get them sort of going with being a little bit more eco-friendly? Okay, like it seems really obvious. Use what you have. Yeah. Like how many billions and billions of little plastic bottles of shampoo and everything have I got from just being in hotels and stuff that you just take because they're free. Yeah, oh my God, it's free. I can take this. Like, Ross and friends. You know, have it all. Yes. <laughs> Richard Arnold takes them. I keep having a go at him. You don't need those things. I've literally just gone through all of mine. The hairdressers at work are just like, my head is a mess with like a different shampoo like nearly every week. <laughs> and then, so like use what you have. And like even in your wardrobe, use what you have. You know, we wear 20% of our wardrobe 80% of the time. Yeah. So there are loads of clothes we just don't wear. And um, the fashion industry is like 10% of emissions. So it's a massive area. So like buying fewer clothes and wearing them more often is a much better thing to do. Um, the plastic is huge. So like my whole bathroom is now plastic free, have a bamboo toothbrush, I have toothpaste tablet, shampoo bars, conditioning bars, body bars. It was really easy to do. And um, bath- we're, I don't know why, like we're not great at recycling, but we are horrendous at recycling bathroom stuff. Mm-hmm. 40% of everything in landfills is plastic waste from our bathroom that we could have recycled. As in like shampoo bottles. And- yeah. Do you know what it is, mate? And like, I'm going to hedge a guess here, like based on my own personal experiences, is you put them in the little bin upstairs, don't you? Yeah, That's in the bathroom. in the little bin and then just stick them in the bin. And the little bin goes into the big bin, like you don't yeah. think, because you've got your special bins downstairs, so you're more likely. Yeah. I'm just approaching this as a lazy observer. That like, must be mo- exactly what it is. It is. Goes in your little bin, it goes in the big bin. You didn't put the I'm always like rooting out. I'm like, oh, toilet roll, I'll throw that down the stairs. So like that, you know, that's, that is a really big thing. But then, and then we have this thing called wish cycling. So like you get, you get something. And you're like, you get to the bin and you're like, can this be recycled? Okay. Yes. No, yes, no. And then your heart goes, I'm pretty sure it can be. I'll stick it in the recycling. Right. If you put the wrong thing in recycling, they don't recycle any of them. It just can throw out the whole thing so like yeah so you're best off actually weirdly putting it in the bin if Uh you don't know don't just wish cycle so and like recycling right is massive there's a whole section on recycling right which sounds stupid but literally everyone at work has been blowing their minds about the recycling right stuff so like you have to take plastic film off a tray and the plastic film can still be recycled separately at the co-op or tesco but it can't be recycled in your regular recycling and i'm pulling my friends upon that all the time so yeah it's just just everything you do, just stop and just have a little think about it. But yeah, I mean, for me, food waste would be the one to start and trying to go plastic free. And I mean, food waste is insane. I have some interesting facts for you. <clears throat> Did you know we throw away 1.4 million bananas every day? What? 1.4 million bananas a day. Do you know what? I feel like we're fucking responsible for at least half of that because Erkan buys them every week and never gets thrown eating them. I go mad with them. I see it. Do not buy any more bananas. Like, oh my God. And he, every week he comes back with bananas and I watch them go black in my fridge. He's getting a bollock and, and right, that's accounting for the 0.4 million. So cheers. Yeah. For that. But like, <laughs> can, you wasteful little man. <laughs> and obviously that they rely on our, on our kitchen surfaces and our bowls and that's, but like when people go to the supermarket and we, and we all do it, I've done it. There's like a pack of five on the side and you think I only want four and you'll break one off and then you'll put it down. Those little one bananas, they're the ones that get thrown away in supermarkets every day. So that's one thing so, you could that's do so cruel. go and collect the little on their own bananas and then they'll be happy and then they'll have a home. I'm um I'm an EHSP. It's a like highly sensitive person. I, honestly, I'm 
so it's mental like if you came on this pod today and said you were sad I would have to go away and have a cry on your oh, behalf like you. it's almost debilitating I'm so emotional um but just that story that you told there about the small banana I had a thought like what type of fucking monster could rip one <laughs> banana away from its family from that its was family. my thought process I felt sad for that one banana like oh. I'm insane but if anybody is listening to this and thinking to themselves like yeah I do that like think about the little banana you, you monsters think about him uh we 24 million slices of bread a day Oh, we never throw away bread. I'm not taking the blame for that. Oh, you not either. And 5.8 million potatoes. <gasps> they just click keep forever as well, you know. Excuse me, do you guys not remember the famine? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible, mate. Well, those are some really illuminating facts, mate. And you've got me fired up, definitely. Like, I'm going to see where we can do a bit better. I've started, like... um. I never like I never threw away clothes or anything like that, but I work with a company that like rehomes them now. I saw them today that you were Did doing you that. Yeah, 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 yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I feel like I feel better about that. That's a good thing That's too. That's huge. Right? It's like it's a okay. really, really big thing. Like anything not going into a bin is brilliant. Everything having a new home is brilliant. Using what you have is brilliant. And like that's you know, that will save you money, make people money, and it will save someone else money from buying it. So yeah. Oh, do you know what? I don't know why I'm so desperate for your approval on this, but like, that is definitely how it sounded, wasn't it? I, was I like, approve. Okay? Yeah. You have my five star, five gold star points today. There you go, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, babe. Right. So I know you're super busy and I know you've got loads to do and you've got to get Charlotte from school and everything, but I have to ask because I've referenced it. How was the Arctic? Oh my God. So Svalbard, which is an archipelago in the Arctic, there's like a tiny island in the Arctic. It is warming more than anywhere else on planet Earth. And like, Really I read the science. I know how glaciers are melting, but but I went there and I was like, "Oh my god, look at what we're doing!" Like this bloke took me to a, a rocky bit of land, and then he was like, "When I arrived forty years ago, my age, he was like, this is where the glacier ended.'" And I looked up the hill like a mile, and I could see the glacier. And he was like, "That's how much it's gone in forty years." And he said, and it went up ten meters. And he was like, "All that ice from every glacier." in that island across the whole of the Arctic and the Antarctic is going into the oceans, rising sea levels, is changing the water so the polar bears can't get the cod they want to get because they have Arctic cod, but the waters are warmer, so it's Atlantic cod. It doesn't give them as much nutrition. They have to swim further for their food. So polar bears are dying because they're so hungry. Oh, no. The reindeer. Like, it's, it's so awful and they're so skinny and there's not as many of them. Oh, no. And then it rains more because it's not as cold. So it rains, but at night it freezes. And the reindeer can't get through the ice to get food. So they're all dying as well. Uh, And they don't have as much snow. So they don't have the snow season or the ski season. So tourism and industry is changing before. And I just was like, if I brought Charlotte back when she was my age, there probably will be no glaciers and potentially no reindeer or polar bear just because of we want to, you don't, but some people want to pop to the shop and go and get milk in their car. They want to drive here, drive there. They want to buy the latest this and fly. It's like everything a bit less and we'll save everything a bit more. So yeah. Note to self, like I am never asking you about your holidays ever again because that was fucking really depressing. <laughs> but obviously a very important message. It was inspiring. Yeah. So can I just ask, lastly, before I get your secret, mate, like can we do enough? Can we change this? Yeah. yeah. Do you know, we, we can. We, well, I have to first of all hope 
say, I have to hope we can, because what is the point? Like, what is the point in trying to do all this? Have to show my daughter that we did everything we could. Um, so David Attenborough the other day got this really cool award from the UN, Champion of the Earth. He's like love a proper legend, isn't he? He's just, he speaks so eloquently. And he said um, in his acceptance speech, he said 30 years ago, this will probably set you off. 30 years ago. I think I'm already whales, crying about the polar bears. <laughs> whales were on the brink of extinction. And in our oceans, there were so few left. They were really worried that we would ever have any to continue. And people got together from all over the world, started breeding programs, started protection programs, telling communities why they're so important, stop killing them, cap- capturing them, etc. And now there have never been more whales than any human being on earth has ever noticed. <sighs> because we did something. We can do it. That's, I am going to cry. <laughs> That's so heartwarming. I love whales as well. Yeah, so, you know, we can. We can do it, totally. What a love, what a lovely note. And, well, almost end on anyway, Law. Yarek, Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. I always ask our gorgeous guests to give our lovely listeners a couple of pearls of wisdom at the end. And you are super wise, so much more than just a weather girl. <laughs> um, but I couldn't help but sneak in this little pun. Go on. It at the behest of my producer who's obsessed with them. Um, I want to know what your secret is to never letting anyone rain on your parade. Boom! <laughs> I, see what I did there? We're so creative. I need like an umbrella to pop up now, like doosh. Oh, um, I would love that. I don't have one. <laughs> Bad luck anyway, babe. Bad luck. I think the, I mean, the thing that I was taught by my mum is if you want something doing, doing, do it yourself. I think, you know, you are number one. And if you want things to happen, you have to to make sure that you're the person who does it. But obviously you do have to trust in people to do things for you other times. But I think that's really important. And I just think, you know, something that I didn't do was to give myself the opportunity to do things like to be on TV, to think that, you know, people are going to have this opinion of me. And you have to just try everything. You have to give everything a go and make sure that you surround yourself with people who are positive and will just look out for you like my bosses did all my bosses all my teachers have helped me to be where I am today and I didn't want to be here but now that I am here I love it so (laughs) I think that's like such such a great sentiment isn't it like you don't understand how detrimental having negative or like draining people around you can be like surround yourself with positive people and energetic people excited people and even if you are having a bad day their energy will rub off on you and you'll end up being the same you know so i love that great advice from quite frankly a fucking great woman thank Ah, you so much for joining us thank you so much for having me (laughs) my pleasure wow 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 i can't say enough wows about laura like every so often I get someone on the podcast, right? And they're like, I mean, all my guests are class. And I just want to put out there that I'm super grateful to anyone who gives up their time unpaid to come on here and just chat shite to me for an hour. Um, Cause there's loads of people who don't do it, not mentioning any names, but they're fucking names. Um, so yeah, so when, like I'm grateful to everybody, but every so often someone comes on and I just think, God, I want to be like you when I grow up. And Laura's probably my age, but the sentiment remains. I just felt like, God, I felt like I wanted other likers. Do you get that? Do you understand what I mean when I say that? She was just impressive and inspiring. And I don't know, really funny and humble as well. Tell you one thing, I'll be fucking closing me curtains the night for Laura. She's inspired us. (laughs) 
Um, I hope you loved this week's episode of Vicky Patterson The Secret 2 with the incredible Laura Tobin. Um, I was going to ask her for more Piers Morgan goss, but she terrified me when she said that. It was a the question she really get asked because I just really wanted her to like us. <laughs> um, so yeah, maybe maybe I'll ask. I'll have to ask the big man himself. See if we can get him on. <laughs> um, if you are loving listening to Vicky Patterson The Secret to do all of the podcasty things, leave a review, tell your mates, and subscribe. That is the most important one at the minute, guys. Don't forget to subscribe. Um, next week, we're joined by DJ and meme lord, Bat Tony, and we chat all about his brand new book, um, everything he's managed to overcome in his life to be the happy, healthy person that he is today. And we have all the lols. So see you next week for that. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.